The rich inheritance of justice, liberty, prosperity and independence bequeathed by your fathers is shared by you, not by me. The sunlight that brought life and healing to you has brought stripes and death to me. This 4th of July is yours, not mine. End quote. This is a bit from the amazing speech Frederick Douglass on July 5th, 1852, gave to the citizens of his hometown, Rochester, New York. I suppose we don't know this speech anymore because it's all about CRT. The context in the preamble is masterfully done also. I just took that small bit out. Um, but I would ask, if I had the great man here to ask, what does the inheritance of justice, liberty, prosperity, and independence bequeathed by fathers, shared by his white audience only, mean if it was not shared with him? It doesn't mean anything. It's a lie. It was a lie. It always was a lie. Elites like to lie. It's their stock and trade. What the founders conceived and what we have conceived of ever since, and we still believe in it, is a class of men, an elite who employ slaves at the time of creating all those so-called wonderful ideas and conceived a future of endless cheap labor, if not outright slaves, to maintain them in the lifestyle to which they had grown accustomed. The idea that slavery was the original sin committed by a society that was otherwise all things that Douglas claims it was is tosh. It is the original link for sure that made the United States little more than a new European nation, a heretic one may be in its rejection of monarchy, but a changing of hats only in its maintenance of the brutish elitism. I have wondered and bored myself with the question, might I admire Thomas Jefferson had he grown and cured his own tobacco? Had he paid his workers a living wage even? I might just do that. I might even, no, I wouldn't. Excuse his rape of badly paid servants, serial rape. No, sorry, I wouldn't. I think the man was a pig. <laughs> Nothing in his writing, the showcase of his supposed talent, changes that. His writing is as self-regarding as Caesar's. That he is admired by us who live on, says a mountain about us, and goes a long way to explaining why the U.S. is in such appalling shape today, though we spend massive resources to keep the story hid. The measure of how badly we are doing is our reverence of Thomas Jefferson. I take all comers on that. A Roger Wilkins piece, marvelous man, set me, set me onto Frederick Douglass. He had read this speech as a young man and was lit up by it. He has a great line in one of his answers to Andrew Young where he says, he kept trusting white people when he was young to do the right thing. He did and others did and he doesn't trust them anymore. Now, this is not a racial point. It's not what we're born with. These are decisions made. These are what we actually believe. It is a cultural one. The white or European project has been, since the 15th century at least, world domination. 
Christian world domination, it's been so obviously so that we today don't even ask questions about it. The atrocities committed against the Americans who were already here, the native people, when the specifically Catholic white people arrived and the Africans they imported because they were too arrogant, fat or weak to do the work themselves have all been put on some shelf and excused as an unfortunate shortcoming of an otherwise miraculous generation of men hanging out in some European colonies in the mid to late 18th century. I say bollocks. Had there been no Western Hemisphere, had the planet been shaped like an American football, the European project might have come to grief in the Middle East or Africa, crushed by the more militarily talented Muslims. But the undiscovered country gave it new life, an opportunity for resurrection, to rewrite the books. I was going to say rehabilitate, but that was not even really tried until the founders. Before that, Manifest Destiny was the thing. Till the founders, and they did a middling job, convincing an idiotic and desperate and guilty readership that rehabilitation had been done. And we all accepted, we were supposed to accept that the extermination of millions of people and the enslavement of millions more was rehabilitative. And we fucking did believe it. I can't describe to you how disgusting I find this. As, as Douglas says, clearly not took in. You did all this for yours, not for mine. And in that sense, it is meaningless. It is a vestige at which uh, John Meacham might clutch. But it is unprofound and chafes at the back of anyone's mind, not engaged in an exercise of propaganda that would make Goebbels blush. Back to the original, the rich inheritance of justice and liberty to the prosperous might be a better use of the grand and slithery words justice and liberty. Independence, too, is a function of prosperity. Ignoring the millions of hardworking, hardworking is the wrong term. The indentured servitude that is still with us in the minimum wage that this country was built on, who provided the wealth to the non-worker, the owner. Wave after wave of every race we could get our hands on. And then when the rails and roads were built, the fruit and cotton and tobacco picked, the cattle butchered in the Chicago of the jungle, we decided to mythologize the criminality of these races and build a fucking wall. Remember the great rallying cry of 2015? We are so desperate. We need a wall to keep out the truth. The critical race theory. Please ask the question just once. If the intent of the founders had been so exalted, why are its results 250 years later so depraved? I mean, I don't even care about the present. Just engage with the crimes of the past that the founders founded. Do the math. You science defenders, apply scientific rational logic to the American experiment. It is just not possible. It is as dubious as imagining that Christianity brought peace on earth. Still insisted upon, and when found wanting the excuses, well, they're not real Christians. They are. Like the founders are real founders, and we are 
what was founded. White supremacy to the nines. The rest is an advertising campaign. I traveled across the U.S. last month for three weeks, northeast to southwest. And on the ground, it is as beautiful as a multiculture can get. People living, Hopi, Navajo, Chinese, African, add American if you need to. I'd rather not. Doing what people do, negotiating, loving, laughing as much as they can. And the Europeans were even melted a little, joined in the general buzz of life, danced a bit. Even the Europeans, the great killers of history, were in a sort of fusion state with all this other stuff, so much more ancient than the silly pretenses of superiority which had been force-fed them for centuries. Trust me, I am one, European white man. Do you imagine for one moment in my upbringing that I was ever encouraged to imagine the ways of people of color I encountered were ways that might be healthy for me? to remember from my own pre-Christian past before everything that happened before the crucifixion of a rebel in Palestine and all that happened since outside the shade of his shadow was barbarous that the great definition of the human is a sheep instead of a human a being all filthy, disgusting and hopeless without strict instructions to clothe, bind, cover and castrate itself was the way to salvation bollocks again I say it's all there to see it's so fucking obvious the founders project was to Europeanize two continents or is it three is Central America a continent you see I should know that like we should know that Palestine is Asian but we don't do we talk among yourselves debate whether you believe that the European project represents the glory of man and woman or do you just accept that to be true the founders weren't lying. The Constitution is very clear on what the rights of mere unpropertied white men, women, and most of their labor force should be. They should be as seen and heard as the iPhone-making woman in China. Steve Jobs. These were the values of the founders. Are they yours? Are they still? I hope. I think what Roger Wilkins is getting at is that success the only thing that matters in America for any minority doesn't do much except for them themselves. It does what the founders actually did. It changes the hats of who rules, but the ruling is still done and the being ruled. Until this is engaged with for reals, nothing is engaged with. 